Princess Drip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's the dynamic detective duo you know from True Boss Escapades now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by Atomic Wolf and the A-Bomb radio station. Today's curious adventure, The Case of the Three Ring Murders. Daytime and Walter and Bunny are just arriving at a rare traveling circus. <laughs> oh, Walter, just as I was beginning to think this area got droll, someone has the bright idea to throw a circus. Forget the casinos, I love this place. I've been around the block, Bunny, and I've seen a lot of things, but I don't have a history lesson about a place this out of the ordinary. <laughs> look at all these people having fun. Oh, Walter, look. <sighs> He got all those mole rats to balance beach balls on their noses. Well, would you look at that? Yes, yes. No strings attached here, folks. Just a mischief of giant mole rats. Some of the wasteland's most nasty nuisances now tamed by the raw power of man. No magic, no radiation. <gasps> look, they're so still. I know, they've been trained to a T. And now, ladies and gentlemen, at the tap of my cane, my four mole rats will lift their balance balls into the air, make a complete backflip, and land on their hind legs quick enough to catch the balls once again. Ready? Oh, Walter! Walter, look! On the count of three. One, two, three! Hup, 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 hup! My goodness! actually did it. Well, I'll be a mutant's uncle. Not even a hiccup. <laughs> yes, yes, a fine trick indeed. But wait until you see all four jump through eight rings of flame. And be sure to donate generously to our show's humble cause by dropping some caps in our pot right here by the stage. Feed the kitty, I say. Feed the kitty. <laughs> Oh, Walter, oh, it looks like that guru exhibit is opening its curtains. Oh, let's go see what that's all about. What? You don't want to see the rats anymore? I think this guy really pulled me into the act. Well, apparently this one's the main attraction. We can't miss that now, can we? Come on, it'll be fun. All right, all right. Goodness, is this place interesting. You're telling me. I bet you the boss is making a killing from this idea. I know it sounds cruel, but let's be honest. The wasteland is chock full of weirdos and freaks to exploit. Exploit my foot? All these people have to do is walk around and show their faces, and next thing you know, everyone's pockets are empty. You remember that woman with the ashen hair and emerald eyes we tried to find? You know, she'd fit in perfect here. You make a point, I'll give you that. Boy, is that the stage? They must have quite the doozy of a show to put on. I suppose so. Oh, oh, look, they're starting. Let's go. That spot in the middle? Right behind you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the time is now to be open to a world beyond the one you know. The time is now to be amazed. So please welcome Wasteland Carousel Circuses. 50 long years number one act, the one, the only, terrestrial. 
It's a... It, it's a ghoul. A glowing one. I am Terrestrial the Great. You may think that I am a mind reader, but I'm not. Step forward, and I will read your mind in quite a different way. I will tell you the epitaph of your past relatives, your families, and loved ones once lost. Ow! No! Walter, what was that? I don't know, but the crowd seems uneasy. Oh, no. Something's wrong. Ah, I'm so glad you two made the trip today. Your patronage means plenty, but I'm afraid we have a real problem plaguing the circus today. Who died, Mr. Jenkins? Yes, and why is the circus still going on? Shouldn't this place be cleared? That was our performer, Mr. Patterson, who screamed bloody murder. When he rushed to me with the news, I had him admit it was part of an act. Unfortunately, it was during our hit show, Terrestrial the Great. He'll be back on soon enough, though. And? The murder? Ah, yes, the murder. Well, it turns out during a show with Mr. Patterson and his mole rats, some poor girl collapsed for some unknown reason. All we know is that she received a nasty set of bite marks on her hand before doing so. Walter, we were just at that show before we moved on to the main attraction. Bite marks? What could those have been from? And how did they end up on her hand? <sighs> we don't know, detectives. And Mr. Patterson didn't recall seeing a thing out of the ordinary. And no other members of the audience reacted until she hit the ground. So we suspect... Lenny? Lenny! Ah! Here he is now. Mr. Jenkins, I questioned about a dozen audience members behind closed doors, and they haven't seen a thing. Oh, it's you two. I think I remember you both. Near the beginning of my show. Mr. Patterson, this is Walter and Bunny. They're city detectives who've offered their services to this little situation. We saw your show, Mr. Patterson. It was a great act while it lasted. Please, call me Gene. I've been with this traveling show for 16 years now, and never have I seen anything as nerve-wracking as this. My gosh, a dead viewer. What has this world come to? Don't get ahead of yourself, Gene. These two apparently have a thick track record of successful cases. Who knows? Perhaps this is nothing. No, this is something. May not be a murder, but someone's dead nonetheless. Do we have the body to examine? The body's been thoroughly looked over. Don't waste your time. But in the end, she's very much deceased. Who said that? Oh my gosh! My word! Don't be afraid, Bunny. This is the lead act you two only barely witnessed. Terrestrial the Great. Never mind my looks, miss. My brain is more functional than any of yours combined. A five-star act with a five-star wit. His powers scare me sometimes. Well, Mr. Terrestrial, it's, it's great to meet you. Uh, I was excited to see what you had in store for us. The pamphlet spoke pretty highly of you. My name is Clifton. Clifton McAllister. And yes, I've been traveling at this fiasco's top act for many decades now. Your mouth... It doesn't move when you... Talk? Yes. My body has been ravaged by the radiation to the fullest degree. But as my body declined, my mind's capabilities 
increase progressively. Right now, I can see your parents, your grandparents, and three more sets of them before that. I had a plan to exploit my unusual gift to the general public, but it took only a few ignorant savages to mistake me for an average ghoul. So I found myself under the protection of this place to ensure survival. Yes, and I'd prefer it if you didn't scan my brainwaves again, as you did for fun that one time. Look, so the bottom line is that terrestrial... Clifton! <sighs> Clifton took care of the woman's body. And now what I need you two to do is to scope out a source of foul play. Or some sort of a loose animal in this place. They'll believe the first incident is an act, but another might just kill this little parade of ours. Hold on. What do you mean you took care of the body? If you want my help, you're not getting rid of a body like some common gangster. No, I meant Clifton checked the damage. It's nothing you have to concern yourselves with. Well, look, do you have any suggested areas we can begin? No offense, but well, all of this is beginning to creep me out a little. If you don't mind, Mr. Jenkins, I'll be heading back to my stage. If I'm lucky, there'll be a small crowd there at least. All right. Uh, hold on a second, Gene. I think we'll accompany that show if you'd allow us. Oh, it would be most welcomed. At least with you two there, I won't feel so in danger. Come, let's get you on the front row before the rest show up. Right behind you. Come on, Bunny. You don't think it'll be those two next you'll be examining, do you? We'll have to wait and see. Okay, good. It looks like my audience wasn't rattled by the death at all. With any luck, I'll have a fully functional act once again. Do you have a plan in mind? Me and Bunny are going to blend in as planned, and you get your Morats to do the tricks. We'll secretly be surveying the crowd. It's the best we can do, really. Good. My tip? One of you cover the front, while the other stands behind everyone. Could prove for a more effective examination. You took the plan right out of my head just now. Good suggestion. Okay, Bonnie, you take the rear and I'll stay up front. Check for anything suspicious, and don't be afraid to make a rest. You don't have to tell me twice. I don't know about you, but I don't like getting bit by vampires. Or, oh, whatever's gnawing on people around here. Okay, here they come. My Morats should be in tip-top shape as well. Looks like we have a show on our hands. Just play it normal, Gene. We've got you covered if anything suspicious happens. Good. I can't thank you enough. <clears throat> yes, yes. You don't want to miss the most talented, most extravagant Molats in the entire world. They jump, they flip, they even do synchronized swimming. And to start off the second act of this afternoon showing, my gang of mole rats will balance these colorful balls on the tips of their noses. But first, I must inform you that the Wasteland Carousel Circus is a hard mistress to maintain. Please give all you can to the donation pot to the right of the stage. Feed the kitty, I say. Feed the kitty. Yes, yes, that's it. That's it. 
Now for the mischief's first act. I promised an astounding balancing trick. Something even the finest mutant trainers fail to perfect. Now, at the tap of my cane, each individual mole rat will stand on its hind legs and catch the ball with its nose. Everybody ready? Up, 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 up. I says, up. <coughs> Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm afraid my final mole rat here has fallen ill with something. I think. Hey, what do you think you're doing? Get back here. Oh, no. Oh, no, this is not good. Oh, no. Walter, what happened? I was doing just fine until the crowd began to disperse, but nothing looked wrong. And, um, why is your hand in the donation pot? <clears throat> because Mr. Patterson's mole ranch just up and dove into the donation pot out of nowhere. <clears throat> and I think I know why. Oh, no. If Chauncey's dead, this could be the end of me. What in the heck could interest a mole rat enough to jump into a pot like that? <clears throat> well, whatever it is, had to be persuasive enough for it to forget something it's been doing for many years now. <clears throat> there, I got it. Yep, the well, thing's dead, that's for sure. Oh, Chauncey! Walter, is that a snake? Yep, a rattler. Pretty common out here in the deserts. Little guy must have moseyed on into that donation bowl looking for a home. Or was he planted there? Oh, Gene, no one would have anything to gain by hurting one of your mole rats. These things happen all the time. You know how hot these reptiles get out here in the middle of the day? Heck, lift up any old rock and you'll probably find one. Mm, I don't know, Walter. Chauncey was pretty determined to find whatever was in that pot. Like you said, he stopped in the middle of a trick to do it. Well, I... What in the heck? Walter, is that... Meat! Raw meat! I... I knew it! Someone coerced my rat to dive bomb into that bowl to kill itself! Why? I'll exact my revenge all the way to the top for such an act! Now calm down, Gene. We don't even know who the top is yet. Well, you were right, Bunny. Somebody's had a bad spill in store for poor little old Chauncey here, and maybe even the poor girl before him. Tell me, do you know anyone out here who would have such a nasty grudge against you? How would I know? Everyone here is nothing short of a selfish bastard. But the only ones that ever liked to play tricks on me was Clifton or Miss Balsa. Not that I'm intending to finger them as suspects, but what else do I got? We all kind ourselves here as co-workers, but Walter, the business is bloodthirsty out there. Nobody likes to talk about it, but everyone's plotting against everyone in here, trying to one-up each other in the game, trying to get noticed as a top act for Larry. Wouldn't be surprised if this is what one of them calls a fair fight to reach the top. Oh, I'll do them one better. I'll, I'll get out my new 32 and show them what I feel. Okay, okay, Gene. 
No need to take that far yet. Just calm down and leave the shooting to us, if there's any need. We met Clifton, but you mentioned a Miss Balsa? Yes, or the tree lady. Woman claims she stood next to one in the woods when the bombs dropped. And now the audience doesn't know whether to deem her sexy or taboo. Maybe both. Oh, I think we heard an announcer advertising her on the way in. Walter, we should go there. Any reason she should come after you? No idea. To be honest with you both, I think all the dirty tricks around here are dead at random. As long as you pose a threat to another's act, you're a target. She's as liable as anyone else here. All right, we'll go pay her a visit. For now, just close your act for today. The last thing we need is more people, or rats, dying. All right, detective. Just... Keep a watch out for her. She's a crafty one, that balsa. So what do you think she looks like? A woman with bark skin or a tree with female features? I'm going with a second one. Ugh, I wish radiation stopped at ghouls, but it turns out whatever you were standing next to could end up being your Siamese twin. I won't get into the science, which I know, but yes, it's quite disturbing, but interesting. Correction, disturbingly interesting. Fair enough. Hello? <gasps> Who said, oh my. I was right, Bunny, it was the first one. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Excuse me, did I miss something? Oh, sorry about that, ma'am. Uh, me and the miss were just looking for you. You must be Balsa. And you must be the investigators I've been hearing about. Yes, word spreads quick here. Nice to meet you. Yes, that's correct. Um, another performer recommended we look around the different stands and stages around here. Uh, I'm to understand there's some sort of cutthroat business wars in this carnival? Hope this isn't the nice way of naming me a suspect. Oh, no, we're only just beginning. We passed your booth hardly an hour ago, so we thought we'd start here with the questioning. Oh? And what do you expect out of the tree, lady, hmm? Just what you know about the so-called dirty games that tend to go on here. We got a hot tip about it and believe the murder might have been tied to ruin the reputation of another performer. Hmm. You mean old Gene? He must have been pretty upset to point his finger this way. Fine. You want the skinny on the Wasteland Carousel Circus? I'll give it to you. First off, I have nothing against Gene. He's known for being such a square around here, so me and the other acts like to play pranks on him. Don't get that twisted with the dirty tricks you're talking about here. Show us the difference, then. You both need to know how things work around here. This place doesn't work like traditional circuses, where the individual act gets a set payment based on doing the same old act. You get it if you attract enough attention each time. You wow the audience every time? You're set. You got a dead stage, pays cut, and Larry gives you the boot. So this is where the business wars begin. Correct. Now, if you're raking the crowds in without even trying, like Terrestrial the Great, you don't need to worry about someone muscling in on you. The rest of us, however, need to keep it interesting. Less we want to go back to being street performers. So let me guess. Admission fees constantly get jacked down on top of dirty tricks between different entertainment groups. You're smart on rackets, Blondie. Yes, but there's a kicker. 
Larry's traveling circus has always been a family business, passed from one member to the other for almost a hundred years. Thing is, the rest of Larry's family is just about dead or dying. So, instead of just up and ending it, he promised to pass this whole place to his top act, whoever that may be, whilst he's on his deathbed. Hmm, now that's something. Walter, that could be the motive right there. But I don't understand how. We saw how many people flocked to Terrestrial the Great's act a second ago. I doubt those numbers will change anytime soon. Your friend's right. To the naked eye, things could look like they're moving in Terrestrial's favor to take the throne. But don't think others haven't tried to take his spot as number one act. Terrestrial's been yelled at, heckled by audience plants, to be called fake, and even shot at. So far, no luck. Oh my! So you think Terrestrial fights back? Of course he does. Like all of us. But being so high on the pedestal makes him most vulnerable. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was behind most of our reputation assassins. That being said, Gene must have been pissed off bad. Oh, and don't tell him I said that. Don't worry, you have our word. Hmm, Walter, I think we may have a major culprit in this strange mix. Hmm, uh, say Balsa, what sort of character assassinations came your way? Well, I'm not saying terrestrial. I mean, Clifton did it. But I'll tell you this. I had a guy once come up to the front of the stage and say I was a fraud the whole time. Said that bark wasn't really my skin, but an elaborate paint made by stagehands. Made a few viewers leave until I had an assistant shoot me point-blank in the chest. When they saw how I just absorbed the bullet, they stopped listening to his crazy rantings and yanked him out. We've gotten problems from other showmen, but if you ask me, I think Clifton gives us all a taste of his sting. You know, to keep everyone in line. Now this is starting to make more sense. Terrestrial the Great wants to stay Terrestrial the Great, so he keeps a tight squeeze on the other acts to ensure he's top dog. Seems a little open and shut to me, wouldn't you think? Well, we're about to find out. Come on, let's go chat with the glowing one. Yes, I expected your visit. And I can confirm nor deny these accusations made against me. That means yes. Uh, terrestrial, <clears throat> I mean Clifton, I'm not humoring that the evidence is working against you because there is no evidence, but prove to me that if I went and visited 10 other booths, I would be directed right back here. Let me ask you, detective, could a ghoul like me really benefit from such an establishment? Could I really manage a place so lively in our dead world with the same respect as Mr. Jenkins? Explain. I'm no more than another freak act to be paraded around a stage to an astonished and disgusted crowd of critics. What I'm saying is that I'm to remain on the stage and on the stage forever. What would I have to gain by fighting for top exploit is beyond I. In fact, I would welcome a new, lower place on the pedestal. Clifton, we know about Lenny Jenkins' position, acting as insurance to the main attraction. It's a steal, and you just want it as much as the others. 
Walter and I have exposed dirty games for things like this in the highest places the world can offer these days. So there's no need to pretend a prominent entertainment business is any higher. And I'll tell you again, girl. My name is cleared of any charges you plan on wavering over me! You come here with predisposed lies and deceit fueled only by local rabble. So until you find this evidence, I'll be preparing for my next showing. Hmm. It was... To my understanding, Clifton, that you had the ability to tap into the minds of others and have their family trees laid out before you. Since when did you have the ability to perform full autopsies on the deceased? If I recall, the poor stiff got the once-over by you. Walter Camry, eldest son of Jim Camry, later knighted Septimus Gladithoris. All right, all right. No one asked you for my life story. Only one of my many mutations. I can perform levitation, telekinesis, and many more feats with hardly a thought in mind, including what I call a biological PET scan. No tools required. I've checked fellow performers as well when they've been injured. The perished woman I examined was no different. Do you wish to see her for yourself? No, no. I just wanted to get your abilities on the square with me and Bunny. <sighs> well, I have no reason to bring you in for any offenses, but currently, this isn't looking good for you. Rumors can make all of us look bad, Detective. I would pass some of my own to you, too. But I wouldn't want to hurt those starving performers any more than they already are. <laughs> What a, a creep. Ugh, the way he just talks to us without even opening his mouth. Ugh. That's not very nice, Bunny. He was toying with us, you know. All that talk about every claim we heard being just rumors. How should he expect us to take his statement seriously when everybody knows it was him? He was lying to us. That wasn't nice. Or what if Clifton's success has produced so much jealousy that every other act would gladly point their finger at him? The fact is, I don't rightfully trust all these performers, and spite between them could leave us running in circles. Then what are we going to do now? Shaking down all these circus attractions is making me forget what this is all about. Exactly why we're going to see the big man himself, Lenny Jenkins. Is that him up on the Ferris wheel? Think so. Hey, Lenny, can you see us? Huh? Oh! Hey, detectives, what's going on? We wanted to talk to you about what's going on so far. Do you think you could come down and meet with us? I'm actually doing my routine check on our amusement mechanics right now. Do you mind taking a ride with me? Oh, um, all right. Are you sure? Yeah, come on up. Baron, stop the ride when my car makes its way down. Yes, sir. All right. Looks like we're going on a little ride. Oh, goody. I could use a break. <laughs> this isn't a break, Bunny. Come on, let's get on his car. Step on in, you two. Thank you. Yes, thank you. The Ferris wheel is looking structurally sound today. Good. Now, I'm sure you have the updates for me and my concerned entertainers. Don't hold back now. I want all of the dirty details. The last thing I want is for that woman's family to turn up looking for answers when we don't have them. Turn on the ride, Baron. Right away, sir. 
<laughs> wow. And some say the greatest minds left us during the Great War. But here I am taking a slow ride on a real working Ferris wheel. <laughs> yes, I couldn't agree more. Yes, a fully restored roller coaster may be a shot too far, but nothing's wrong with a good old Ferris wheel to relax the nerves. These are the folding kind meant for travel. It was a point of concern for folks of the pre-war era to due to their proneness of collapsing, but who doesn't live on the edge these days? Well, we've asked around, and there definitely seems to be a reoccurring theme. Oh, yeah? Then it really does look like you found something. Is the answer for that girl's death a mere accident, or must I worry about foul play taking place in my sanctuary? It didn't take us very long to have our ears talked off about the various conspiracies going on here. I doubt this is news to you, but your performers seem to be numb to phony schemes and trickery. Ah, that. Yes, I'm very much aware of that fact, Mr. Camry. It took me a while to accept that as the norm, but after reading numerous pre-war business catalogs about the behavior of employees at the workplace, I realized that squabbling is more than a common in a place like this. But did those catalogs address potential attempted murder on other employees? Ah, so it is intentional. Maybe so, but before we bang the gavel on anyone around here, I just want you to know that there seems to be a large mix of bad blood between the majority of your acts and Terrestrial the Great. Clifton? What do they want from him? He does his job and he does it good. Yes, but maybe a little too good. We know about the place your top performer gets as reward when you die. So we're thinking either Clifton attacks the other performers to keep them in their place, or that someone was intending to frame Clifton into making us think that. What? It's a hard choice, but the only substance we're getting from your entertainers is a harsh punishment for Clifton. They work against each other, and Clifton works against them. Why is this... Ugh. This is a bit different from what I thought. You see, the dog-eat-dog -dog mentality was obvious. Always has been. But physical attacks? Even going as far as murder? I never thought I'd live to see this day. Well, we are sorry you had to hear it this way, Mr. Jenkins. At least you had some idea of the dirt that likes to be slung around here. <sighs> All I wanted to do was carry on what past generations of my family has always been doing. Entertain people and travel the world. This was supposed to be fun, and we've had our accidents, but now it all seems like the entertainers have gone bloodthirsty, and I can't persecute them all, but we should at least expose the killer and make an example to all of my performers. Couldn't have thought of any better way. Hey, what's that? Oh, that's our newest attraction, Tino the Deathclaw. We kept his cage draped in a tarp until the final day of the circus. He's a real crowd pleaser. Got him off some Brotherhood soldiers the way back. Well, why am I able to see him now? Maintenance. His arena's being cleaned for tomorrow. Easiest employee ever. No need to pay him any caps. All the crowd has to do is watch him muck around. Well, anyway, Lenny, we're thinking we need to... Walter, what was that? Uh, I don't know. Mr. Jenkins, should the ride be shaking like that? Absolutely not. Okay, now I know that wasn't a technical hiccup. This thing's having a hard time lifting us. Uh, Lenny, tell your attendant to stop the ride. Uh, right away, Walter. Uh, B Baron? Baron! Take us down for this thing! Baron? Hello? Uh, the thing's coming off the hinges. We need to find a way down, now. Look, I, 
I don't see anybody manning the controls. Baron? Where are you? Hang on, everybody. We're breaking off the stand. Well, this is just perfect. My attendant leaves his post leaving us to almost die in a frenzied Ferris wheel, which almost took dozens of my patrons with it. It's a miracle they weren't too distracted to dive out of the way. <sighs> Wasn't much we could do, but, but hope the thing didn't crush us while it spun. <laughs> yeah, smart move on our part for jumping out of it just before we kissed the dirt. Ah, and there goes my customers, what's left of them. I had enough trouble downplaying this young woman's death this morning, but that was for everyone to see. My traveling circus may never be able to return to the Mojave ever because of this. Public opinion is a very fickle thing, you know. Well, let's just be thankful that nobody else had to die last time I ever take a ride. See what, see, see what I mean? <sighs> anyway, we're here now, so I'll tell you what. I'll give you a bonus if you can figure out what went wrong with my ride. I'd still hate to lose this old relic. What are you talking about? What happened is in front of us, clear as day. Huh? What do you mean? Um, I'm no mechanical expert, Mr. Jenkins. But those bolts, the ones that seem to connect the base of the ride to the actual wheel, they seem to be all screwed out. Why? What the? The wheel didn't just snap off spontaneously. If I remember correctly, the ride gradually became more uncomfortable as we rode it. It's as if someone took off the bolts one by one as we were in the midst of our conversation. All three of us taking the Ferris wheel together was a huge mistake. Lenny, we need to talk to that attendant of yours. Where is he? Just what I was meaning to find out. Baron has a lot of explaining to do. Here, we can start by checking the break room just in case he... Murder! Murder! <laughs> I was making my way to my booth to close up for the night when I see something out of the corner of my eye. I assumed it was some junkie who'd made his way into our circus for snag a quick fix. But then I see the attendant's uniform. Lenny, I'm so sorry. Oh, Baron, you poor kid, you. I'm sorry too, Lenny. But I think this just rolls the bar in this case. We think someone's after you, and they're willing to slaughter this entire congregation to get to you. I... I think I need to sit down. Then we were right about this not being a normal accident. Baron could have easily taken us off the ride if he were actually present at the control panel. Seems someone just took him out and killed him. Yes, right before filling with the screws and sending us on a spin. Would you look at the way his neck is crooked? Hmm, yeah. I don't want a single word uttered about this to the others. It's going to create more confusion for us. I'm concerned for my own safety, too, Lenny. Who knows if my last three rats are next, only to leave me twisted in the wind 
wandering and waiting for my life to be taken. I assure you, Jean, you're in good hands if you just follow our instructions. Well, I sure do hope so. Great Scott. What, Walter? Did you, did you find something? You bet your uncle I did. Baron's neck wasn't broken. It was bitten by a snake. Oh, I, I, I knew it. Good gracious. Exactly what happened to Gene's mole rat. And judging by these scattered footprints and drag marks, I can conclude that Baron was forcibly dragged here, held down, and fed a snake bite to the jugular. Who's ever doing this has a thing for venom. That, that's, um, quite a unique way of killing folk, isn't it? I mean, it isn't something we've ever dealt with, have we, Walter? Whatever it is, it's sick. I don't know if it's a Mojave problem or something else, but we need to pack up and get out of here. Don't let the heathen moment cloud your judgment, Lenny. Even if you do think it's an outside source, what if it wasn't? What if you take this thing all the way up to D.C. and the problems continue to happen, hmm? We wouldn't be here to help you. I'm sorry, Walter. I, I just... I just don't know what to expect now. This crook wants my life. The crook wants his life. A mole rat's. Leave it to us, Mr. Jenkins. We may not be miracle workers, but we are the best you've got out here. Perhaps in the whole wasteland. It's still your call in the end, but I'm not recommending that you flee. No. No. I'm going to face this as is and leave it up to you. You've made a point too strong. Wait a minute. That... That, that, that Paxton fellow... Doesn't he do the occasional snake act sometimes? Wait, do you mean Al? Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. He plays that flute-looking thing for the rattlers to dance to. Yeah. Where can we find him? Al Paxton joined us two years ago in California. Always had a knack for novelty games. His best attraction was the old shoot the clown with the squirt gun game. I haven't had much time to keep tabs on him, but I'm pretty certain he expanded the whole snake army check to keep things fresh. Who else would have snakes at their disposal? All right, all right. No need to be hasty. Lenny, take the body and do what you need to do. Me and Bunny are going to check out Al for you. Understood, Detective. Gene, help me haul Baron to Clifton's booth through the back way so nobody sees. Uh, and why do we need to visit that weirdo again? Put away your hang-ups, Mr. Patterson. We have a dead body, and possibly yours next if we don't speed this along. Let's go, Bunny. This is treasonous. I, I would never, ever have my snakes intentionally bite someone. I wouldn't hurt anybody. This has to be a huge mistake, Walter Cantley. I, I, please. This is all a little coincidental, wouldn't you think? One of your snakes happens to sink its, his fangs into Gene Patterson's rat, and then suddenly the Ferris wheel attendant goes KIA on us, leaving us almost spinning right into the grave. That attendant had a set of bite marks on his neck. Maybe you could give us a reason not to charge you for the murder of those two. Oh, and the rat's considered an employee here, so that counts as a double murder. I, I didn't kill anybody, and oh my gosh, is Baron dead? I just... I can't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Paxson. 
Walter didn't mean that. We're just trying to find out why someone would do such a thing. Sure, we're here because you have snakes, but that doesn't mean you're the perpetrator. <laughs> I, I always make sure to close them up in their baskets after hours, but... Where do you keep your snakes? It's okay, Al. You can tell him. The, the right side of the stage there. I always kept them close by so I know where they are, but... But I never had problems with them. What kind are they again? Copperheads. Charming has been a hobby of mine since childhood. So when the circus came into town, I kept the idea of returning to that hobby in my pocket. The shooting games and novelties were nice, but were beginning to fade. I only began this act again two weeks ago. <sighs> I know you're probably susceptible to survivor's guilt, but I have some bad news for you. Two of your snakes are missing. Oh, no. I, I'm not lying to you, Mr. Camry. Maybe I forgot to lock their baskets, but I would never harm anyone here. I swear. Calm down, calm down. Look, you're obviously not the person we're looking for. But even if this was an accident, it would be quite peculiar that these snakes poisoned two beings that had a well enough reason to be killed for the criminal's behalf. Do you know anything about shifty drama that likes to go on here? I would be lying if I said no, but the shenanigans that go on here are an obvious enough factor. The hate here for Terrestrial the Great runs thick, but I could never bother myself with that drivel. Why not? Because the truth is, I'm so low in this business that I simply can't be bothered with. That's all a big boy's game to them. Half of them probably don't even know my name. Might be depressing to think about on a daily basis, but just being the circus outcast might have just saved you from being a suspect. I'll keep you on tab, Mr. Paxton, but you're clear as far as I'm concerned. Ah, <sighs> thank you, detectives. That's the last time I worked with reptiles. Bunny, I want you to put Lenny and the management on notice about a couple of snakes. We know now that two of the four are miss... Oh my gosh, I... <clears throat> I mean, Miss Balsa, <laughs> how great it is to see you. You're a bad pretender, sweetheart. I know you're just captivated by my woodland allure. <sighs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, it, it wasn't right for me to react that way. Fair enough. You, Walter, right? That's right. Nice to see you again, Balsa. Sure but I think you'd like to see these two interlopers instead. <gasps> Th those are the exact same copperheads I was telling you about! What in the... Yes, they were waiting ever so patiently in a jug of water I made for myself. When they sprung up to bite me, they hadn't considered their fangs couldn't penetrate thick timber. Anyway, they're babies. Cute to look at, but have a deadlier poison. No wonder they nabbed Baron so quick. Hmm, yeah. But no snake, big or small, is able to drag a man to a back alley and do it with so much haste. That's exactly what I was meaning to discuss, detectives. Hmm? Am I to understand you were holding something against us the last time we talked? Keep your undies out of a knot, Camry. This is all new information. It just needed a little time to make the picture clearer. What do you mean? I'd rather not discuss this out in the open like this. Meet me back at my booth around 8, and we'll talk there. Hold on. Why? Because our killer has a habit of haunting the scene like a ghost. What does that even mean? Like I said, tonight at eight, 
I'm already putting myself at risk even vocalizing this. Here, Al. Your snakes. Ah, thank you. I'll be locking these babies up tight and sell them to the nearest trader. All right then, Balsa. We're counting on you here. And if you don't mind, we'll be coming fashionably early. It'll be welcome, Detective. Hopefully afterwards we can put this whole sideshow nightmare to rest. Baron was a silent and quiet mind. His death was cold and senseless. A direct reflection of our murderer. And Paxton checked out with you. He had a clean conscience. Cried when I hardly even strong-armed him. And you believed everything he told you based on that one fact? Look, there's a good liar, and there's an innocent person. Al Paxton is 100% innocent. But he... I know, Albert. The fear of the consequences he'd face if he were caught red-handed would drive him away from even performing the act. Besides, his credibility is far too positive. And yet another reason for Al to shoot for the moon. He's tired of his old life living in the shadow of his peers and he's willing to kill for it. Oh, and what? Rule the circus with an iron fist? He doesn't fit the type. We both got a firm look in his eye, Lenny. And even if he wanted to climb up the ladder of entertainment, he wouldn't be able to top Clifton's show. Well, that's the plan, isn't it? Get close to me, and may Clifton magically disappear one day. After taking top spot, he either waits for my death or speeds up the process. Even if he, or anyone like him, took out Clifton, there'd be no way the main attraction belonged to them, unless they could read minds and levitate like terrestrial here. They're staying where they are. I do not see what they expect to gain from me. My spot will soon be taken by that rebanxious death claw. Don't think I haven't taken my eye off you yet, Clifton. The theory about you staging all this just to keep your good name in the light can still ring true. Your paranoia spreads quicker than fire on kerosene. Must I go over how stupid you're going to look by the end of this? Enough! Walter! Bunny! What are you going to do next? We'll be surveying the area tonight. Me and Bunny are going to split up and do some spy work. I'd advise you gentlemen to stay put and keep some form of protection at the ready. All right, then. I'll see to it. And you, Clifton, I want you to remain in the broom closet until Walter and Bunny get back. You'll only be sorry for this, Lenny. Not another word, Clifton. My employees have been proven I cannot trust anyone here. So for the time being, wait in the damn broom closet and don't move. If the murders continue and you're still in there, you'd prove to me that you're not the one I'm looking for. Why did you lie to Lenny back there? Wasn't a total lie. We are heading out here to find some answers. But the walls have ears, and I didn't want them knowing exactly where we were going. Oh, I see. Good move. Balsa did say that the killer lingers around like a ghost or something. She probably has a few names on file that she wants to boil down with us. At least that's what I took from her cryptic message. Hey, Walter... Is that a new amusement up ahead? It's looking like a new fire act just took off. That's no act. 
the whole booth is burning down. Bunny, see if you can find some water. I'm going in. Better if one of us lives. <coughs> okay, Walter, but hurry. Balsa? <coughs> Miss Balsa? Where are you? <coughs> Miss Balsa? It's me, <coughs> Camry, the detective. Uh, hello? <coughs> <coughs> Balsa? <coughs> Balsa, there you are. <coughs> Walter, <coughs> I can't. I, I can't. Oh no, Balsa, you're you're burned bad. Can you get up? Walter, Walter, it was it it was. Don't worry about that now, Balsa. I'm here to get you out. He's coming for them. <coughs> He's going to unlock. <coughs> Try not to talk. The whole ceiling is coming down on us. Come on, Balsa. I'm getting you out of here. Go! Get out of it! Walter! Are you okay? Yeah, but I can't say the same for Balsa. Walter, I'm so sorry. She barely managed to utter out something. <coughs> something about a... What in the world happened to my stage? Lenny, Walter's hurt. Can we get him some water? I'll be fine, Bunny. Look, Lenny, I'm sorry, but Balsa didn't make it. What? I told you to stay indoors. Now you're putting yourself and your family legacy at risk. Do you want me to force you back inside, or do you have some sort of death wish? Why, you? I can do whatever it is. I please around here. At least within the circus grounds. Now one of my best entertainers is dead, and half of my business is ablaze. Walter, Lenny, please. I did my best to keep you out of harm's way, because it's your throne they want. So, hey, do whatever you want now. Just know that once our perp clips you, I'm no longer wasting my resources on this place. Huh. Fine. 90% of my faith in you has just about faded anyway. Then use that remaining 10% to follow my instructions and keep your head low. If you want to blown off, be my guest. But watch my chops. You won't be getting any help after that happens. Whatever. Come on, Bunny. <laughs> Don't have to tell me twice. Unless you're Mr. Jenkins, you'll be surprised that a 200-year-old man has been sentenced to timeout. Like a child. You can come out now, Clifton. Another incident occurred. Ah, the Camry fellow. So my innocence was proven that quickly. What's the occasion this time? Miss Balsa, the tree woman, Clifton. I'm afraid she was killed in an arson attack. 
So, that's why you're covered in smog. <sighs> Balsa. So she knew something. She always kept her ear to the ground, that girl. But she never told a soul unless she needed to. Chances are she confessed something to you, too. You'd be right. Kept it out of your ears at first, but I can see discreetness hardly applies in this case. And that was? She had something to tell, all right. Could have blasted this thing wide open earlier, but she wanted us to meet her in private. Ironic that she said the killer was on site at the moment and didn't want to tip him off. And well, here we are. And the one thing she said she couldn't stand around her was fire. This was a personal attack. The person also wanted any evidence she had destroyed. This is slaying number three if you count the mole rat detectives. What will you have of me? The chaos is already running up rampant as we speak, so acting now wouldn't be appropriate. The killer seems to wait until his latest madness is all calmed down, then he strikes again. So if you're willing, I have a simple job for you in the morning. For Balsa, you wouldn't be required to ask. Consider it already done. Good, because I need you for some guard duty tomorrow morning. It's all I can really ask of you, but it's something at the least. If you have anything more to tell me about this plan, tell me now in order for me to get the full picture. I prefer not to take my jobs blindly. To be honest with you, Clifton, I don't know myself. But I'll tell you what little I have before we head out on the circus grounds tomorrow. Bunny, you'll be tagging along with me. You got it. Before I forget to mention, what became of Mr. Jenkins? He's on his own lifeboat now, by the sounds of it. Whatever you say, Detective. We're not doing this for Lenny anyway. As far as I'm concerned, Baron and Balsa deserve to be avenged. Now, Clifton, when we reach the cage, all I want for you to do is guard it. With you acting as security, we shouldn't have much to worry about. Hello, gentlemen. Bunny. Gene, nice to see you again. Uh, say, Bunny, Clifton. And I were just on our way to go lock down the perimeter on this place. You see, we have a plan to... Oh, I would love to help you, but I seem to have a show coming up in just a few minutes. I was just seeing what new scheme you had in mind to help avenge our poor victims this time. We were just discussing that. Uh, say, are you still able to perform with one more act down? Oh, hardly. But I'm sure... Most of that is in my head. I'm so used to having four on stage. I forget the public hasn't even seen one do as many tricks as mine. So, I survive. Well, are you sure you can't stay with us for this? Whatever Walter came up with here has to be the way. Yes. And it's quite the most legwork I've had in a while. I'm convinced this must be quite effective. Hmm. And what's your job, Clifton? And where are we headed to? So now you're interested. Depends. All this death in the air is beginning to stink, Camry. And maybe I should throw in my hat for this one. But first off, where are we heading? The Death Claw Cage. Dino, right? Ah, yes. The old dinosaur that's gonna take all our jobs. Well... What gave you the notion to go to him? 
Strangest thing, Jean, your neighbor, Miss Balsa, before she burned to death last night, muttered something about someone unlocking something. So, naturally, I thought the death clock cage would be a good first place to start. Ah, uh, I figured so. What do you mean you figured? Walter, he has a gun. I see it, Bunny. So, Gene, it looks like the prey walked right into the spider's web. Why'd you do it? And what exactly gives you the idea who the prey is? See this remote controller in my other hand? This pulse bomb was waiting for you once you reached the gate of the death claw. Well, preferably Clifton. But taking all three of you out would have done me better. Uh. <sighs> Clifton! Clifton, can you hear me? Uh. Can't. Can't breathe. <sighs> I should have done that three years ago, Clifton. Feels good to have you off my back. You better fess up, Gene. I have my own reasons to believe you were the killer all along, but... Don't be an idiot, detective. You already decoded our potential reason for going lengths this far to do these things. You want to sound smart before dying? Fine. You were right about Mr. Jenkins' position being desired. You were right about us trying to make Clifton live up to his hideous looks. <laughs> Doesn't fill you with so much gratification when you have a gun trained on you, huh? <laughs> I believe you've met your match, Cameron. You know, Gene, when the mole rat of yours died early on, I already suspected foul play on your part. Feed the kitty? Hmm. Well, that kitty was fed all right, with a snake and a ball of meat. Meat that attracted your cat to jump in blindly to his death. You already know this. Sure, but that's where you messed up. Really? How? Me and Bunny did the digging, remember? We scoured just about every booth, act, and stage in this circus. And no more than two of them had any animals. There was Al Paxton, the snake man you tried to frame, and yours. If I had to bet my money on whose animals needed so much beef, it'd be your mole rats. A clever hypothesis, Walter. And I'm here to tell you that you'd be right. You think you're smart cookies, detectives. But if you really were, you would have come after me before. So after I get rid of you, I'll pack up the circus and begin anew. After our dear old friend Lenny bites the dust. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But, Gene, I should warn you that... Get him, Walter. Lay into him. You filthy worm! Don't make me hurt, Eugene. Bunny, get the gun. Mm, got it. Good work, Bunny. Gene Patterson, you're under arrest for the murder of Miss Balsa, a ride attendant in Terrestrial the Great. You're also charged with conspiracy and multiple accounts of attempted murder. Don't do anything stupid, Gene. It might give me an excuse to have Bunny fill your head with lead. I think you have bigger things to worry about now, detectives. Walter! Gene blew open the death claw cage. It's coming right at us. Get behind those crates, buddy. 
Did you hit him? No, I don't think so. No, I just think I attracted that thing even more. Good. Better us than the rest of those innocents. Well, what do we do now? Do you see Gene? Yeah, but he's taking cover behind Balsa's burned booth. Rats. Well, I got a plan anyway. Bunny, you hold the perimeter right here and cover me if you have to. I'll only be a second. I'll do my best, but 32s aren't the most effective against giant lizards. Make it work. Oh, be careful, Walter. Gosh, that thing is big. Looks like most people are getting away, though. Be free, my pep! Be free! <laughs> what in Blasted Kingdom come is going on in here? M Mr. Jenkins, what are you doing here? Get out of here! I'll do whatever I want. Now please tell me what the heck is happening. What does it look like? Your precious dino the death falls on a rampage because Gene blew the cage open. Gene? You mean Gene is behind all this? Mr. Jenkins, get down here. Gene is trying to kill you. Then what are you doing just crouching there? Do your job and fire back. Oh, hey, what, what are you... Let go! Huh. Uh. Nobody fires me at my own establishment. I can play that game too, Gene. Take this! Now look what you've done. Now the Death Claw's looking right at us. Oh, my. Buddy, get out of the way. It's charging at us. It, it's so close. Let him move. I... Oh, fine, stay here if you want to die. I'm moving out of the way. <laughs> Lenny, save yourself. Get away from me! I have... I have... Wait, wait! What are you... Ah! Fight, Lenny! Do something! Wait! Wait! Let me go! Let me go! What are you going to... Ah! 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 Oh! wait, Lenny! Oh, my gosh. And down goes Lenny. <laughs> Bunny. Walter, you missed it. The Death Claw just killed Lenny. He, he, he just swallowed him whole. I... Lenny's dead? Darn. I thought he was inside somewhere. He was. But he acted stupid again and came out. Walter, we need to do something now. Not to worry. It may be hard, but all I really need to do is draw Mr. Patterson out of hiding. Can't risk charging him head on without taking a bullet or a set of claws, though. Wait, he's he's somewhere in Balsa's stage, right? Yeah. Well, I have a few rounds left. Maybe if I carefully take a shot at those support beams. I see where you're going. Just see if you can take the place down before that death claw gets bored and chases after those civilians. Just give me a second. And there! Ah! He's running out of the stage. I don't even think he knows he's running towards Dino. Tisk, tisk. Is that the best use of your ammo, detectives? 
it'll take more than a few splinters to take me down. Maybe not, but a row of razor-sharp teeth should. <clears throat> what in that? Walter, what was that you threw on him? Exactly what I went into Gene's booth for. The very same ground beef he uses to feed his mole rats, and the same beef he used to lure one of his own to its death. Oh, no! You're not taking me like you did my boss! Can't distract it anymore, Gene. That thing's taking a bite out of you before it does anything else. Uh, fine. I don't need this place. Uh, I could start a solo act. He's getting away. Gonna... Gonna... Uh. He tripped. Get a hold of yourself, Gene. I... Oh, my leg. Oh, wait. Wait. Ah. Look. He's being dragged. But by, by, by nothing. Oh, let, let go of me. Let go of me. He's headed straight for the cage. Ah. He's in. And Dino's right behind him. <gasps> Look. It's Clifton. He's still alive. He must be doing this. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> How much blood does it take to save you, Deathlaw? You were already planning to put me out of business. Huh? What more do you want, I say? <laughs> Got him. Walter, come on. Clifton needs our help. Right behind you. Geez, you're pretty heavy for a skinny ghoul. I think you'll find that his big brain is responsible for that. You're correct, Bunny. You think you can make it? More, more than sure. 75.5% sure. That 32 caliber is dangerous at close range. But Gene, I'm considered my brain's capability over my body. My body's dry, useless. If he wanted me truly dead, he'd have aimed for my cranium instead. Also, he missed a major blood vessel in the process. I see it all. It's not just for show. I can see that bullet lodged in my side. Anyway, it's nothing anything to fret about. I'll be just fine. I'm more surprised that you made it through this endeavor. No more barely than you have, Clifton. So how did you do it? It was as if an angry ghost just dragged Gene into the death claw pit. Well, after I recovered from the initial shock, I managed to surface to reality only just barely. That's when I saw the late Mr. Patterson run out of Balsa's collapsing stage. In a haze, I focused on him. The rest, I'm sure you saw. Well, if you can name the craziest ending to a case, Walter, it'd be this one. Gene deserved much worse than he got. It was the best I had. Clifton, death by death claw is a wastelander's worst nightmare. And to add insult to injury, Gene went down just as he believed he had this scheme of his in the bag. Still, his actions required a punishment much less swift. Anyway, what's done is done. Can't change that now. It looks like 
He was Dino's first live meal. Behind Mr. Jenkins, of course. Yes, it was a shame what Bunny told me. Unfortunately, he expected this to be an open and shut case. Got hot-headed and frustrated as it dragged out. Guess that leaves the keys to you, Clifton. Yeah, that reminds me. Looks like the traveling circus falls to you. That is, if you want to keep it. Though, I can understand if you'd like to officially cancel the tradition. What happened here was... awful. <sighs> no, no. The show must go on, as they say. I do not feel obligated to continue Lenny's family business, but as a ghoul, I spent more time here than anywhere else. I know the circus, and I wouldn't put these good enough attractions to waste. Nor these people's talents. There's progress to be made here. Not so much for profit, but for a new image for people like us. Who's to say we're incapable freaks when a freak runs the show? Smart. Very smart. You'd be doing a good thing, Clefton. I wish the best of luck to you and the Wasteland Carousel Circus. Same to you, detectives. Perhaps our paths will cross again someday. For now, I thank you for the assistance. Who knows how many more would have perished without you. <laughs> well, don't give us all the credit. We may have had the guns to help with the effort, but that brain of yours saved the day. <laughs> thank goodness for telekinesis. you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman, Bunny by Sharon Grunwald, Gene by Harrison Bullman, Lenny Jenkins and Clifton by Josh Belmont, Al Paxton by Wyatt Henry, Miss Balsa by Carrie Schultens, and Baron by Sean Dawes. This episode was edited by Jim the Boss. The Strip and True False Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb radio station and smartphone app. You're listening to ABR. That's ABR Radio, in case you forgot. Hello, Vault Dwellers. Join me, Jackson, Sassy Lady Romer, Eric, and the Creator Maverick as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using FalloutRTD at gmail.com. Join us. The conversation has already started.